0: Welcome to Hot Chocolate Convos where societal woes are tackled through the sip. We're
1: raw, unfiltered, and totally candid. Now here are your hosts, Kimberly, Shalisa,
2: and Yannick. Welcome,
1: welcome back guys to another Hi episode. Hi everybody. <laughs>
0: Yes, it is the second episode. Yes, so season two. Woo! And we're back. Yeah, we
1: actually got a good, like, a really good feedback from our first mm-hmm. episode. Yeah, so that was it. Was a lot of people were like, "That's bomb! It's fire!" Like, yeah,
0: everybody liked the the interview, and yeah. the entire episode. It was amazing. I got so many text messages about people wanting to go out and buy toys. People yes. To go out and get stuff for their mates. And I'm yes. just like, just call me. I'll help you. It's okay. Yes. I, I help you. One of my friends even asked me, well, so do you have toys? I'm like, yes.
1: Uh, absolutely. Don't feel like you need to hide. Your yoni is important. Yes.
0: Absolutely, I have stuff in the closet that's still in plastic because I'm waiting for the right mate. I have all these oils <laughs> that I've bought in for the right man that I can <laughs> just just turn out with. Oh my god! So I've had them for not that long because I always buy random stuff. Like you know when um, one of our coworkers sells Pure Romance. Yeah, I bought stuff when she was like had her going out of business sale. Oh. So I'm just ready to use it.
1: Mm, mm, yeah, mm, guys, mm. please, just go out and just, just free yourselves. <laughs> Be free.
0: Oh boy. How was your weekend? What's what's going on with your weekend? I
1: mean, I just let me tell you this. I'm sorry, this Jesse Smollett thing. I can oh my God! Like I can't, I can't, oh. I can't anymore. I just can't.
0: So that's what we've been doing for the weekend. We've been following the Jesse Smollett story. Like because all it, weekend. It's been so crazy, up and down. With you know, he he didn't do it. He did it to. He orchestrated it to. So now where how where are we in the story?
1: Like right now, this man is on bond. Mm
0: hmm.
1: There were a whole bunch of like evidence, and I'm talking like text messages, phone calls, where this man pretty much paid them. Pra- they had mm. a whole practice session of how they're gonna do it the day <laughs> before. I can't.
0: I don't I'm know. I'm so, wait, so that's the reason why he did this?
1: That's the reason why, and it's like, I guess he felt like, okay, this happened, so maybe now they're gonna take me seriously, I'm gonna be a hot commodity, so maybe they'll, like, increase my 65k per episode salary, I just... 65k, though, like... That's that's... more than most people make a year! Hello! Sweetie! I don't know, like, newsflash, you're not an A-list-like celebrity yet, Mm. it's okay.
0: You're good. Woo, Chile. I can't with him. Like So, no. It went from somebody else doing it to it was a MAGA supporter. And, of course, you know, this leads into other things to where we want an apology. How dare you say we would do something of the sort and we're not racist and everything. But I just did not like the fact that they put his bond so high when nobody was hurt, nobody was killed. When we have so many times where people were... People of color were killed because of accusations by someone not of color, not with melanin skin. Yeah. And they literally said, oh, they did this. No proof at all. And these people are now dead or they were in jail for a long time. Yeah. Or they went through some shit they did not have to go through because of a lie. And that person did not get to go to jail. They did not get fined. They weren't crucified on a cross. Mm -hmm. And they didn't have memes made out of them. No, I agree, but... but but the memes are
1: funny, though. The <laughs> memes are funny. No! No, wait, listen, but you know what, though? Do you know You know why people are so outraged about this? Because these things happen not only in the United States, but around mm-hmm. the world. Yes. And, like, people were, when this happened to him, people felt like finally, you know... This would give ammunition to the cause. Like people would be Girl, more woke. I'm talking left wing, right wing politicians. Everyone's they, like they were it,
0: banding together. For yeah, this man. and
1: like everyone was That's like, what "Yes, like on. maybe now, you know, this happened to a celebrity. Maybe you know, the normal people would get a voice." This man orchestrated everything. Girl. That's why people are for outraged. For three thousand five hundred believed him. And listen, I'm one of the 10 people left that actually support Empire, so I yes. feel like I feel betrayed.
2: Girl, because I'm I no damn sure betrayed. I
1: don't
0: watch Empire no more, but I supported him. Yes,
1: we all did.
0: That's what, that's what got me all messed up, because I'm like, I supported this, like, I was dead ass, like, oh, that's messed up, like, yes. oh, no, 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 no. Yes. Yes. And now it's kind of like people are saying, "Well, this shows you that you just can't pick sides and jump sides until you have proof." But it's like, even then, you still don't know you just because don't they say know. they had proof of the guys on the videotape. Then they say they have proof of something else. Then they say they have proof of something else. I can't. I can't. But, the, but what pissed me off is it's so much other stuff that we that that can be in the news. And I was so pissed off that in my phone. At least five times a day I was getting notifications today and yesterday about this.
1: I'm telling you why? Because this man is a celebrity. And that I all boils down to why people are so outraged by this. You are a celebrity. Your voice matters. What you do matter like to other people, to other LGBTQ people. And like you go ahead with something like this, and mind you, like, you know, you're he's innocent until proven guilty, okay? there's Mm -hmm. no proof that he's, you know, the court of law in the court of public opinion I'm no lawyer, but this man has lost every credibility in the court of public (laughs) opinion, okay like,
0: Like, don't say anything just just, sit there, like, I don't want you to hum a tune, I don't want you to whistle,
1: I don't even want you to blink hard, sit there with your lying ass but like, in the court of law he's still innocent you know, so I feel like but I still want to pop him in
0: the
1: mouth yeah, (laughs) So it's like we're all holding on to this little string of hope that makes- Just, a, it's little like a, just, a, just little, a little bit. Just a little. Just a little bit. But my goodness, man. Come
0: on. That's it. Like- Come on. I, I'm, I'm interested to see where this goes, but I'm also interested to see other things in the news unfold. Yes. There are other things that we should be worried about yes. that are more important than this because my man is still going to have money left over. I'm just upset that he would do this and he has this great family, like- that are all prominent actors and actresses that are doing things, and you do this!
1: The media and blogs, like, whenever something else happens, they're gonna be like, well, remember the
0: Jesse Smollett case Mm -hmm. ten years ago? Somebody said something about bashing and what happened when it wasn't true. It's gonna be all types of that.
1: I can't. I can't. Like, I can't. I really, like, Jesse, like, I got so, like, Outrage on Twitter today. Like once one part of me was like, oh my gosh, I'm so pissed off. But the other part, I just wanted to be like, leave Jesse alone.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not me. Leave Mm -mm. Jesse alone. (laughs) Not me. Nope. Like Mm -mm. why?
1: Why? Yo, why though? Why? Mm -mm. Nope. It's just, it's, it's just too much. It's too much. And I mean those little boys they just they just started their mouths were just rolling like water like they were like what you going to call the cops on us well you know what we got nothing to lose come here <laughs> <laughs> come here <laughs> let me tell you what he
0: did okay yeah yeah well
1: yeah and it's like i don't know like he really so not only was he 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 refused to sit down with the cops, eh? He didn't want to give out his phone, like little things like that were like Mm -hmm. had people on edge, like because when you're when you're innocent, you want to do everything to prove your case. You want to do everything everything that you can. Like who the hell cares about my mom's number being on my phone? Receipts,
0: bathroom stuff. I would have gave out phone, iPad, Apple Watch. I don't care here. I have nothing to hide. I just need you to catch them because they really violated my ass. Not literally, but they violated me. They
1: did. And, like, he just wasn't acting like an innocent man. Besides the Good Morning America interview, by the way, which is going to come back to bite him in the ass, which has already bit him in the
0: ass. I didn't watch that video early on when it first came out. I literally just watched that video yesterday or today. And for me, I, it wasn't believable. It just, some of the parts were just like, what? Okay, okay, hmm mm-hmm. what? But other parts were just like, oh, well, okay, I can believe that. But I don't know with him. It's just all of it just seemed, I don't know, a bit much. And... Empire is about to come back in March So I just feel like this is just too much for me And then you know Lee Daniels Was the first to FaceTime him and post these damn Pictures of him in the hospital
1: You know what it's funny that you said that Because people are actually thinking like Could this have been like Maybe a setup Or like something Planned like you know it it just Never made sense a lot of things Just never made sense It wouldn't surprise me and, like, I heard they cut his episodes by half on Empire already. He was supposed to do nine. Now he's doing like five.
0: What?
1: Yes. For the rest of the season. It's quite bizarre. It's quite bizarre. And just see, like I said, it's not that we doubted you. We were all rooting for you. We all were. We Learned all from this. were. I think when people's minds really started like changing was when, you know, after the the hearing, after he, you know, had his his bond hearing and so forth, and when mm-hmm. the prosecutors came out with all these details, like people were floored,
0: girl, like, I was like floored
1: with their mouth wide the right open.
0: I was just so like, well, and the crazy thing is, it it was shocking to me because I literally had just looked at his um, Instagram story when he was so upset rushing to get to Chicago and he was on the plane, like, and I was just wondering, like, well, why are you so in a rush to get to damn Chicago?
1: Apparently. (laughs) Wait, it just dawned upon me. They said one of the brothers was like his drug supplier, like. They yeah, like he used to get like ecstasy or something from one of them. What? Occasionally. Girl, there's a lot. Like <laughs> a lot. It's like, just
0: too much. It's too I much. saw
1: I literally
0: just just scrolled past um on Instagram, on the neighborhood talk, I believe it is, and he was leaving court. He was leaving the um the court or whatever, and they were escorting him out after he'd made Bond.
1: Yeah.
0: And it, it, literally they're like swarming him with the cameras oh, and everything yeah, yeah, yeah. and he has to like hold the guy on his shoulder yeah. just to be exited out and I'm like this is just too much this, this just... has gotten too big too it's, fast it's
1: way too big too fast and like he would have expected that cause once again you're a celebrity he knows that that was about to happen and for all the people out there like you know people that are outraged let them be outraged okay I'm not going to condemn these people for for being outraged. And people who are still clinging on to hope, like, you know, maybe it's not true. Maybe it was a setup. Let them cling on to hope. I don't like the fact that on social media people are, like, bashing each other. Like, you know, let people express themselves.
0: Yeah, cause I'm going to express myself. He a lion ass, but yeah. I mean, I, I hope he's not a big lion ass. I like really I hope is. for the sake of, but me. he may be. I mean, shit.
1: I really hope this he comes. Nobody got
0: hurt. Nobody died from it. So okay. Girl. Are, you, are you either cancel his ass or cancels his ass, but we're not going to crucify this man yeah. for lying when half of these niggas out here lie, when half exactly. of y'all baby daddies out here lie to y'all every other or every day, damn near, <laughs> Exactly. And you can't even get what you need. So I I just can't. I'm, I'm not going to crucify him for lying. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, my gosh. All right. All right, guys. We're going to get into episode two, Tackling Marketing and Business, featuring Miss Jada D. Woo-hoo. Miss Jada D is a Tennessee native who resides in Washington, D.C. By day, she is a career matchmaker for media and production companies nationwide. But you know what? We're going to get straight into this interview, and we're going to let Miss Jada D tell you all about herself and what she's
2: about. Welcome, 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 Miss Jada D. Welcome. Hey, girl. Hey. I'm very happy to be here. I love you all's podcast, so I'm really excited. Thank you. And I thank you. you all for...
3: Having me on. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. It's our Thank pleasure. You so much. you're
0: amazing. Thank you. So just tell us a little bit about yourself and what it is that you are you do and what you bring to us.
2: Yeah, so you know what I do during the day is not really all that important. What I like to focus on is not my nine to five, but what I call my five to nine. And what I do with my five to nine is I actually have a management and consulting business called JD Global Strategies where I help new and aspiring business owners to execute. And then I also have a motivational apparel line called Grind Match where I trademark the slogan, shut up, keep grinding. And I also have a a travel brand where we travel to different countries around the world. And in every country, we participate in a service project as well as tap into the black history of their country. So I'm very happy to be here. I hope that I can give you all some nuggets to carry you along the way.
1: Yeah, nice. we're happy to have you, girl. You are a jack-of-all-trades. Right? right? I was like,
3: jack <laughs>
0: Like, dope, dope. <laughs> Thanks for
2: coming.
0: Thanks for joining happy us.
2: Happy to be here.
0: So awesome. Let's get straight into some questions because we have a lot of them, and we want to try to make sure we get <laughs> them in.
2: <laughs> so we're gonna go right
0: into self self branding. What is self branding, and what is something that everyone should invest in?
2: So self branding, I would say, um, I consider that you know what people know and what they hear when they when they think of you. What it is they hear? You know, an example I like to give all the time is like you know when it comes to when you hear "just do it," you know that that's that's Nike. When you hear, um, I, <laughs> I say. Ten percent on my on my on my um, insurance by switching over to who we all know, know. that Geico. Like, oh. Yeah, so those are the types of things that when you when a person hears a slogan, a phrase, sees a picture, what do they see and what do they think about? Who do they think about? So I know that um, with my brand, you know, my apparel line is called Grind Match, but what people know me as is my phrase, "Shut up, keep grinding." I was very strategic when I first put that slogan out there. It was really something I was doing for me to motivate myself. I started using it um, on social media around 2014. Then I started using the hashtag SUKG. Then I started searching the hashtag and started realizing other people were using it. So that's when I was went and immediately trademarked it. And the rest is history. So now you know it's not uncommon for people to to walk up to me and say, "What's up, Miss? Shut up, keep grinding." Oh, I see you grinding, you know, and all those things. And so for mm-hmm. me, I have kind of made that my brand and everything that I do. I try to tie in and incorporate the whole grinding factor and getting shit done. That's kind of what my, my motto is. Okay. So so it's pretty much just nice. you make something, something that works for you, making something that works for you. Absolutely.
0: So how do you get over the fear of actually starting that brand for that business or the business and everything?
2: So realistically, you know, a lot of people just don't do anything. Most people don't ever start. And so I think um, there is no formula. There's no, Special thing you can do, there's nothing that anyone can ever tell you or show you until you want to do it. And so, you know, starting and showing up is half of the battle. And so, most people fail because they don't ever start, they don't do anything. And so, just that starting factor really is a confidence booster for a lot of people that are not accustomed to really doing like a business and really don't have that um, mindset or that background or anyone in their circle or family that's been in business when they actually do it, like just even if it's just like creating a website or even if it's just telling social media, because once you tell social media, you know it's real, right? You know, Facebook yeah. making it real official. So once yeah. you tell social mm-hmm. media, yeah. I, yeah. A, lot of people, a lot of people will tell social media to hold themselves accountable. And I think that's a good method because mm-hmm. it's like, damn, I didn't put it out there now. So now I kind of actually, I got to do something. I got to do it. So mm-hmm. people ask me about it. And so really there is no secret formula. I will literally just tell you, just do it. Like, whatever it is you want to do, just try to do it and and make something happen. Like, once you actually execute and just press go, like, your life is going to change. Mm. Wait,
1: follow-up question to what you said. So would you say that, like, social media is actually the platform that makes or breaks your business? Because I remember back in undergrad when my aunt was first starting her business, she was like, oh, go to your marketing teacher and ask her, hey, you know, what could I do? And then my professor would be like, oh, just go to Chamber of Commerce and stuff like
2: that. Like, do people still do stuff like that? Or is it all about social media? I'm going to say that it is very... That's subjective just based off of the type of business that you do. So I'm going to give you an example. I'm going to say the average business could probably flourish off of social media. But one that I have found that realistically, it's not social media that's making or breaking her business. It's the, the word of social media just contributes to the word of mouth factor and letting people know. But she, I have, I have an associate that has, uh, one of my good friends actually, she has a business where she caters. To, she does like day care not like an actual daycare, but she does like during the day and night caring for autistic adults.
0: That's mm. not a business
2: that's going to really necessarily thrive off social media. Social media only right. complements her business by allowing other people to know about it. And But she could very well do, very, her business could thrive and will continue to thrive without social media existing. Right, right. So That's why I say it's very subjective to the type of business that you do. Um, in the world that we live in now with everything being digital and everything being in an online platform, I think that you would not be a smart business person to not at least have a social media presence. You have to have a social media presence. That's Even great. she has social media presence. And it's it's free. And the thing about it is, when I say you're doing yourself a disservice, it's because that is a free marketing tool. Mm-hmm. You identify which platform works best for you, but you have uh, an array of services, of different mm-hmm. platforms to choose from. And you figure out which one works for you, but you'll be doing yourself a disservice to be, to be in business and not using social media. That's free.
3: Yeah. True. Mm. True. Mm.
0: True. Yes, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 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 So what would you say is the number one way to get your business out there as far as marketing? Would you say social media?
2: I would it say it still depends on I would say social media, but, but even before social media happened. Because you have to make sure that whatever you do on social media, you can still do outside of social media in the event that Instagram decides to crash or Facebook decides to crash. You don't want all your contacts to just be on social media. You don't want your business to be completely driven by social media because if that doesn't operate, then how do you how are you in business? But what I'll say you need to do first is tell somebody you're in business. I meet so many people that I didn't had 10, 20 conversations with them. And then later on, I find that they're a business owner, yet they are struggling in their business and having challenges in their business. I'm like, well, you didn't even tell anybody. And I'm not saying, and I did a video recently on my Instagram TV <laughs> <laughs> about throwing up on people in business. So I'm not saying throwing up on them and just vomiting all about your business and t- talking about business and, and just doing that too much. But what I mean is just tell them about it. Like it's any conversation you can interject what you do. I don't care yeah, if you are a yeah. blogger. I don't care if you have a mm-hmm. podcast. I don't care if you got to uh, have a car wash. If you got a laundromat, there is some way you can insert. Oh yeah, yeah you know, cause I got this, I got a laundromat or if, yeah. or it could just be simple. Hey, where do you live? What area you live in? Oh, okay. You live over there. Well, you know what? If you ever in Alexandria, you know, I got this business or whatever it is. Like if it's online based, like there's a way to implement what you do and just insert it into a conversation because word the map will never die. Word of map it. was always going to be, yeah. be the golden business. I, um, one of the services that I offer is part and under my strategies company is resume writing. I very seldomly have to promote that I'm a resume writer and that I have writing services because most of my businesses come from referrals. I have emails currently now I haven't even been able to respond to yet from people saying, "Hey, so and so, so and so told me that you do resumes, and they did." You know, so my friend just got this job and told me you need you the person I need to reach out to and things like that. And I'm thankful that that has worked for me for word of mouth, and then even. You know, with me having an apparel line, I started that apparel line just motivating myself. I literally only had shirts for myself. And then mm. I was wearing them in pictures. And people, or I was wearing them wherever I went, and somebody's like, oh, where you get that shirt from? I'm like, actually, I did it. And I was like, wait, <laughs> I may have a here. Because more than one person has mentioned that to me. And so I say all that to say is that you really just need to open up your mouth and tell people that you even have anything or you have a service or you have a product because you never know who you are standing next to. And I tell people all the time, not even to be cocky or arrogant, but in reality is you never know who you're sitting next to. That's Got it. That's true. That is yeah. so That's dope. true.
3: Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's
2: real true. So, because you the don't know about this well, is well, before you finish that, because the only thing I want to add is that because you don't, not only do you not know who you're sitting next to, you don't know who they know. Cause even if they can't, mm. tell me, you don't know who they know, who they know, who they know. So don't, don't discount a contact. Yeah.
0: True. I was going to say, so the best thing about this is we are all, all four of us are all, you know, some type of business in a uh, black business in some type of way. Right. And mm-hmm. I think that's so dope that each one of us are all some type of business, you know, and getting ourselves off the ground. Mm-hmm. If not, at such a are already there and willing to pull other people up and show them the way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it's
2: really that's, nice. Yeah. And you know what? But that's but for me, and I know everyone's not like me, and I'm having to come to grips with that because I'm such a giver. Um, and I, I like to pour into people. And I do a lot of things um, without wanting acknowledgement, things like that. And I, although I know that I can do well in front of the camera and in front of the in the limelight, like, I have, unless you are my close friend, you don't really understand and actually prefer the background. Like, I would prefer to do, I would prefer you never know what I look like, which is why you have, I have my Animoji on my business card, which is why I use it quite often. Before I, so I was doing videos a while ago, but I wasn't I was using my Animoji. Um, <laughs> not that I'm not cute because I'm super cute, but it's just like, you know, I just don't really care about you seeing my face. Like, I can get things done, yeah. I can be very productive, and, and I know that I really operate well in a supportive role. Mm. Every, and sometimes you know what like, you need people like that like everybody yeah. can't be the chief everybody cannot be mm-hmm. in the forefront and i'm so okay being in the background
0: absolutely mm-hmm.
2: and i think that that's a part of
0: being a leader as well being able to follow right yeah Yep.
3: Yeah. yeah so this isn't a question but I, this is something i think about so how
0: how important is branding
3: right because as she said we're all business people how important is it Cause I hear it all the time and I love for me, I just love everything to look good. And it just happens to be like, oh, that's my brand. How how expound on how important it is.
2: For me. So for, for me, branding is the consistency of it all. I think you do you should want it to look good. But what often I find is that people get so stuck, especially those that are OCD or type A or super close to O C D, you get so they <laughs> get so close, they get so stuck on making sure it's perfect and aesthetically beautiful. And it has to be, it has to be on point. I'm like, you haven't even made no damn money yet. Like you haven't made money, you haven't generated customers. And you're so focused on making sure that it is so beautiful and perfect that you haven't even done a business yet. And so now know that I believe in making sure things look good, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I don't think that you should waste so much time in making it look so beautiful and amazing that you forget to do the business. And so mm. I definitely think it should look good. I think you should have a consistent message, which is why you'll hear, which is why with my apparel line, it shut up, keep grinding, and in grind match, it's the company and the slogan, shut up, keep grinding. My travel site, my slogan or phrase I use with my travel site is travel serve grind because we travel traveling, we're doing service, we're grinding so we can do it again. All of that is consistent branding for Jada. So. I think it is important to have a consistency, even if it's not like that consistent, that's just my choice. But as far as look goes and and I think it's interesting when people do a business that's so far fetched from who they are and what people know them as. I don't think that it's um, a bad thing, but I think you have to have more strategy in place to make that effective a business, because it would be like you wouldn't ever catch me doing um, like a weight loss type of business. Um, for one, I'm lazy when it comes to working out. That's the one thing I'm not, not consistent in at all in life. I would never work out. Ditto, business. girl. Ditto. Right. Ditto. Ditto. Like, <laughs> nah, I'm, like, I'm going to work out like, like three or four days consistently, and then I'm going to fall off. Like, I'm going to have a whole plan in mind. For two months, I'm going to do this. It's not going to happen. So, for me to be promoting and trying to sell y'all weight loss pills and stuff, it would be ridiculous. Honestly, it would be ridiculous. So I really do encourage people. One thing I do ask, like, the, the business owners or the aspiring business owners, when I'm talking to them and then coaching them, like, in the first call, is what do your friends and family, like, what are the things that they know and love about you and come to you for? I think that's how you can find out ways to monetize your skills and talents by finding out what do people know you as? What do people come to you for already? They already come. Like, everybody has something about them that they do extremely well. And then you try to figure out if those things that you do extremely well, do you actually enjoy doing them? Because I'm not about doing things when it comes to a business that I don't enjoy. You might as well go get a job. So when it comes to a business and your branding, you know, looking to to the things that, wait, what do I do really well? And how can I monetize this and, you know, expand this into something greater?
1: Real talk. Real (laughs) (laughs) talk. All I can do. I was just about to ask you, like, but I guess you already said it, because I was about to ask you, so wait, how do you know if something's far-fetched, or how, you know, how can other people tell if something's far-fetched, that way you want to do, if it's not, you know, you,
2: how can a stranger tell, you know? So, a stranger can't tell, but when you start a business, whether you like it or not, you're going to start with your warm market. So, your warm market is going to be your friends, your family, Um, it'll be your... Your Facebook followers have been following for you for years and you feel like you know them. Um, it will be the people that kind of already know you well. You're going to find, of course, people that are going to be like, nah, my friends and family don't ever support me. They don't support you, know, all this yeah, stuff. But really, yeah, do yeah, is your first customers are going to be somebody that you know. Mm-hmm. Your first, first, just say your first 10 customers, you're not going to, it's not going to be an ever situation when you don't know none of them. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're going to know mm-hmm. gonna like a referral if not them themselves. So, and that's just that's just sales in general. When you are when you have a you put on your sales hat, the first thing you want to do is go through your warm market because that's gonna be a quick list. Because for one thing, it's true they're gonna tell you very quickly if they're interested or if they're not. Yeah, because
0: uh-huh.
2: they know yeah. you. They know you, and so a lot of them know you so well. They're probably like, oh, this. They're gonna probably see, oh, this is not gonna work in their head, or they're gonna be so surprised that you're doing the business, or they're gonna be like, oh, girl, I'm so I couldn't wait for you to do this. You should have mm-hmm. been doing this. So it's going to be those those different categories. And so your warm market list, you're going to go through very quickly. So a stranger wouldn't know, but that's when the branding comes into play where it don't matter. If a stranger doesn't know you, they're just going to see, oh, she looks like she got it together. Or he looks like he got it together and he's doing it very well and it looks good. So let me see what they're talking about. But your warm market is who's going to be your cheerleaders. So it build your audience to for people to see, are oh, you getting feedback. You're getting comments. You're getting reviews and ratings. That's coming from your Walmart. Cause who can who can I say first? I can say, hey, can you do me a favor and go rate my stuff for me? Can you do me a favor and leave me a review? You're mm-hmm. gonna get that from your Walmart first. And then the strangers are gonna see you have a following.
3: Mm-hmm. Nice. 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 Girl, I'm over here like in I'm business mode. Like I'm like, okay, <laughs> like write it down like, stuff down, like <laughs> <laughs> write this down. Remember this Yenny's out of right. Right,
0: okay, right,
3: the door, the door. right? She has me over here thinking as we're doing this interview. That's what it's about. Yes, right. ma'am. That's what it's about. So, you know, in every positive there's negative, right? You know. So, like, how do you get over, you know, the negative perception? How do we get over, you know, even damaging growth? Because, like, even for me, as an entrepreneur, like, I make mistakes and I do different things. And for, thank God, right now, I still got a five-star rating on everything. But, you know, how, for people that are starting out, they don't have, have the resources. They don't know where to go. You know, they make mistakes. What are some advice? What is some advice that you have for those people?
2: Well, the first thing I'm going to tell them to do is go to jadadavis.com and set up a consultation with me. Yes. And, yeah. a yes. oh. and yes. in a consultation, what I would tell them, though, is realistically, you cannot go into business and not expect to fail. If you don't want to fail, if you don't want to make mistakes, if you don't want to have errors, if you don't want to deal with damage control, entrepreneurship is not for you. And it's okay. Yeah. Because someone has to be a worker. Everybody is not going to be an entrepreneur. Although I wholeheartedly believe I know how we can monetize any skill for anybody. It's not for everybody, even though if we're capable, even though you may be capable of monetizing something that you do well, you may not want to do it. And that's okay. But you cannot go into business and not want to fail. Like I have done. I literally have a different business idea every day. Okay, come up with something Mm -hmm. new every day. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, I don't execute most of them. I share some of the ideas with other people that I think could probably do it well. Um, But one thing I do know is that um I have gone through a lot of different businesses and business ideas. Like, y'all, listen, I didn't had a whole trash clean-out service before. There was, wow. was it? days cleaning <laughs> service. I was ready to clean. You want know, to folks get put what? out? I was ready to be the... Listen, I could come clean your apartment up for you real quick. Like, I can come up with some stuff. I've been a college planning coach. in the way that literally, I've gotten a lot of my freelance opportunities from listening to people so one thing i think and i one thing i think is really important that you know when you listen to people and have conversations with people that's when i was talking about inserting what you do into the conversation that's how i'm able to do that so one i have heard people say like once i heard a woman saying oh i ain't been to college in so long it's been like 30 years and i got a daughter going to college i don't know what to do i was like girl i'm a college planning coach i can help you what did i do get paid To help her daughter identify what colleges would work best for her, what programs she should do. Because guess what I've done? I've gone to college. I had to do it myself. And guess what? Your mama don't know how to do it, and you ain't never been to college. Perfect. They didn't even go to the college Mm -hmm. I recommended. They actually went to the one I told them not to go to. But that's okay. I got paid. (laughs) (laughs) got paid. Yes, ma'am. I gave my recommendation, and all is well. So literally, just like... There is always different business ideas, but I say all that to say like I can I didn't fail. Plenty of times I've had a lot of different ideas, but um failing your way to the top is really important and you'll hear that repeatedly from any successful business owner, but it's true. Like I don't know a person that is making money and is successful and happy in business that hasn't failed. So you can't go into business expecting always to like win. It's not realistic. It's just not.
1: Yeah. Kind of just like, just like years life, years. too. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like, you can't <laughs> expect not to fail in life sometimes. Oh. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Yep.
3: I know how that feels. Yep, <laughs> yep, 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 yep.
2: And you mentioned damage <sighs> control. Like, mm-hmm. I think that um, in the event that there's ever an issue or something happens, whether it's your, f- like you say, for example, it is your fault um and of course it's gonna always be your fault because it's your business and you got customers and mm-hmm. things like that but um mm-hmm. you know technically your fault i think you should just own it um i think you should go into it head first i don't i don't believe in ignoring a problem especially when it comes to business especially with us being in a year in a time period which things can go viral so quickly and things are on the internet and people can screenshot and, right. and share and all those things i think you should be very proactive in responding and it's something that I do in my nine to five as a recruiter. The same thing that I do in my business is I just I'm very proactive. Just like, for example, I have to tell people every day that they didn't get a job. But, you know, I, I kind of highlight the good things, the positive things and be optimistic about it. And then, you know, then share with them, you know, what? but unfortunately, blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, I've had I've had a situation where I had a clear policy, for example, for my apparel and someone and I had like around Christmas time. Let me give you an example. Clear policy for my apparel. They ordered after the deadline to make sure they got it in time for Christmas. And they were just like up in arms about the fact that they, they didn't think they were going to get it in time. And I did share with them, you know, what I first I just started out by saying, thank you so much for, for even considering ordering. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciate your business. And I do see here where you ordered on this date. And that it does. It, it unfortunately is after our, you know, notated deadline, blah, blah, blah. But here's what I can do from you. For your next order, give them something. If you give them something, if you update people, like, for example, if you have a, if you have a product-based business where you, people got to receive something from you, or if you got a service-based business where you have an appointment or they're expecting to receive a service from you at a certain time, people love updates. So, like, if you know you can't meet the deadline or whatever that time period is, tell them. People will be more willing and more open-minded and more, like, just okay and continue doing business with you and have a positive mindset. If you update them, you let them know what's going on. That's why I said go in ahead first and keep people abreast. Communicate. He- Hello. Communication. Mm-hmm. Hello. Mm-hmm. Hello. Yes. Communication.
0: yes. communication. And I that's think a lo- so that's important. where a lot of businesses fail so yeah. soon, especially with with, okay, with black people not really wanting to support other black businesses because of communication. Correct. Communication yep. is always off. It's either mm. with the, the buying of it, the selling of it, the delivery of it, something went wrong for some yeah. reason within the communication.
2: Absolutely. And, you know, not having those policies in place. So one thing I'm really I'm really big on is having policies in place, you know, um, so that you can so you have something to support your follow up. So they can't come to you with, you know, well, you said this and you said that. Well, actually let me refer you back to my policy. That you agreed upon when you ordered. And that is mm-hmm. also on your confirmation email and all of those things. I think making sure what I always say, having your affairs in order is important so that you have that support to support your communication when you follow up. But just communicate, like you know, like Shalisha said, like being so proactive, like almost over it, like over communicating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's customer service. That's good customer absolutely, service. Absolutely, absolutely. I agree because we are already held at a higher standard than our counterparts mm-hmm. yeah um, mm-hmm. most people go into even the even someone like myself someone like you all that may be proactive in supporting black businesses there's still a stigma there's still something in the back of our mind like okay if it don't work out like if it don't have it all right, okay. i ain't that mm-hmm. surprised you know, you know unfortunately it, we do yeah. have it but that's like what we, not, we're not like, really high hopes
0: of anything just kind right. of like seeing where it goes
2: Right, you know, like, and, and what I try to do is, I, I'm not, I don't have any problem coaching people, rather, even if I'm the customer, I would mm-hmm. not mind doing it, and you can receive it if you don't, look, well, you can receive it, you can deny it, whatever, <laughs> but, a, but what I w- won't do is, I'm not going to bash your business, especially Black-owned business, if I feel it's an opportunity for me to just share with them feedback, I'm like, hey, right, I think mm-hmm. this could have went better if you just did this, like, because I feel like we all have to learn together. Yes, yeah. ma'am. Um, and we continue to shop at Walmart, even though they have one register open every single day. <laughs> I we know. We continue to shop at Macy's. Have that is so anywhere. true. Everywhere,
0: because I know.
2: <laughs> so we do, you know? <laughs> that is
1: so true. So wait, piggybacking wow. off of what you were saying about damage control, how important is it actually to sort of live your life in the reflection that you want like your business to go or even your career because I know like I know back in school they'd always tell us you know watch what you post on social media like I I personally would never ever take a picture with a red solo cup in college ever. I told my friends, no, heck no, like, girl, they'd like be like, "Mm -mm 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 -mm." no, it's gonna bite you. And I told my friends, no, I'm not, let me put this cup behind me. I would always, like, that's a fear of mine. And now I'm like, wait, but what if I did take that picture? Girl, you would have been
2: fine, honey. (laughs) Okay, so I have a, I have a, I have two viewpoints because I'm in HR, okay? So, me being HR, I definitely feel like, I just think you should be smart about it. Like I'm pretty sure it's plenty. Yeah, Facebook reminds me about my life before I was an adult all the time. But guess what? It's private. There have they have they have different uh, settings in place for you to make those changes as you will, you know. But when it comes to like, just say if I'm starting. ai have a just say if I had like a a private or personal like Instagram page. Realistically, if you're doing a business, you need a business page anyway, so you can separate the two. You can choose to have a private, personal page. That way, for one, you're not flooding your friends and your connections with your business stuff because they might not have followed you for no business. They followed you for you and your lifestyle yeah, and, all, and, your, and your red mm-hmm. solo cup. True story. They followed you for <laughs> So now you want to so sell me paparazzi jewelry all day and that's not what I signed up for. Yeah, that's not what I signed up for. So give me the paparazzi page and I can choose to follow that one if I want to. But I do believe in having separate things. But I don't think that your personal life hasn't. I got to tread lightly with this response. I do think that your personal life can affect your business and branding and things like that. Only if you allow it to because you choose to put out what you want to put out. So me personally, I don't I have a my my personal page still promotes the businesses that I'm involved in. But I've also, since I've been an adult, I've never really been, like, big on, like, showing, like, the real, like, the private part of my life and the personal part of my life. Like, you'll never see my, you, not never, you'll rarely see me promoting, like, my relationship and things like that on social media because that's just not me. It has never been me. Uh
1: Um, Mm -hmm. So
2: that's just not me in general. You're going to see me probably kicking it with my friends. But guess what? My friends probably going to have my apparel on. So guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to tie it into my business. So even when I'm mm-hmm. kicking it somewhere and I post, like you could go to my page now, Instagram, like even my personal pictures, I tie into a business. Because at the end of the day, if social media is not making me money, I don't really need social media because it's not for me. Social media is not about fun and games. It is for a lot of people. And that's fine. Like that's but social media is not my escape. I have friends who that's their escape. Like they when they get out of work, they just want to get on social media and clown. And that's cool because I love it. I laugh all day at it. Twitter is like mm-hmm. for me. I laugh on <laughs> at you, but that's not what I do to release. you know, to relax and release and all that. I travel, so for me, social media is strategic and it's with a purpose. But I don't, I don't feel like no, I don't feel any type of way for anyone to just want to kick it on social media. But know that if you have a business, we're going to be comparing the two. We're going to be looking at your personal page and your business page. So if you got a personal page where you got guns and stuff, and you got drugs and you got alcohol all around your page. Don't expect me to take you serious as an investor, yeah. you know, or stockbroker. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on.
0: Facts.
2: only. Oh, <laughs> yeah,
0: Double facts. Like, nobody wants to see all that, especially if you're trying to do something to uplift people. We don't want to see you with guns and all that other stuff, talking facts. about F the police and all
3: that. Right,
2: right,
0: right, right. So what kind of person makes a successful entrepreneur?
2: I got three. I got three words. I will say resourceful. Resourceful is so important. To me, like being, and, and y'all can have this is, look, this is free. Take this. <laughs> Whether you go on to a business meeting or an interview for a job, if they ask you what's your strongest attributes or your strengths, lead with resourceful. Everything is figure outable. I got a shirt that says that, and I strongly believe that. I really feel like you can literally figure out anything if you're resourceful enough. There's nothing you cannot do. And as a business owner, you have to have that mindset because you're going to come through. There are going to be so many hurdles and challenges that you can't even imagine. Most of them are going to come from places and from people that you didn't expect them to come from. So you have to be prepared and equipped. And resourcefulness equips you with that. Just knowing that you could figure it out. I don't have the an answer right now, but I know I can figure it out. And you got to have that mindset to be a business owner. The second thing would be to be um, consistent. Um, consistency is very important because what people will remind you of is how you didn't post a video last Wednesday when you've been posting one every Wednesday. So if you're going to do something, you're going to remind you, they <laughs> will remind you. So consistency is important. And that goes like just along the way in general, when people see you're consistent in something, they're going to take you seriously. And then the third thing I would say, would just have integrity, making sure that you're doing the right thing, regardless of anybody's looking or not, whether it's customer service, and knowing that, guess what? I, I messed this up. I did not send this order when I was supposed to, or I didn't follow up with this customer when I told them I was going to follow up with them. Or, you know, or if it's money involved because your accountant and your attorney are going to remind you of bad integrity at the end of the day. Somebody going to know that you was lying and that you weren't on your sheet like you were supposed to be. So, mm-hmm. you know, having serious, having strong integrity, um, being consistent and being resourceful and just realizing, you know what? There are going to be hurdles. It's going to be hard. But you're choosing this because you have a goal in mind and most people's goal is freedom Um, and freedom to do whatever it is they want to do. It could just be to take. I have had people that I've worked with where for them, they don't plan on not working a job. They just want extra income. And for them, that provides a level of freedom and the ability to do something extra for their family or for their child or just for themselves. And then there are other people like me that are on this stream where we like, I'm trying to be doing whatever I do from the beaches of the world. And so I know that I need to be resourceful. I need to be consistent and I need to have integrity to make sure that I can do that.
1: So like for all sure. our, I guess, entrepreneurs or people thinking of starting a business, guys, I hope you guys are taking notes. These are actual gems that right? we made in our, like free gems. Okay. You don't need yeah, to go down a light yes, We are providing
0: this
1: for you. <laughs> Jada is providing this for you. Okay.
2: Yes.
1: So, yes. So, um, I mean, is a business plan really important? And do you feel like someone should invest in one before tackling a business, a new business?
2: First off, I don't like the word invest because it sounds like money's being spent. But time for There's sure. There's time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I have, okay, this is how I feel about business plans. I personally do not feel like having the long, drawn-out pages of business plans is important unless you are seeking capital and funding. If you're going to be seeking capital and funding, absolutely, because investors want to know what they're going, to, what their money is going to, the forecast, how they're going to get their money back. You need to be able to even know for yourself how you're going to get them their money back and things like that. But for the average person that's not in a tech startup or company that they're planning to the scale like large, and they just trying to do something for themselves and have you know their own business and the other stream of income and things like that. Um, I'm going to say that a one page business plan is, is vital. So there are one, there's a one page business plan that you can have, that you can do, where you're going to hit the important things. You're going to talk about the vision. You're going to talk about your mission. You're going to, you're going to identify your target audience. You're going to identify some of the people and the things that you need to start your business. Um, and just those, those things that really matter. Like, cause at the end of the day, you just really need to have a, what, you know, a mind map is would be equivalent to a business plan as well too, where you really just need to figure out what am I doing? Who am I targeting this to? Like, and you know, it could even come down to where you, you are looking to identify like money, like how much money you're willing to invest. Cause you need to know how much money you want to invest, like how much money you're willing to invest to like for your business and take it to the next level as well as, you know, knowing like how much money you want to make because you can't do a budget if you don't know how much money you want to make. Cuz you know how much your you know how many how much your bills are. You know how much you currently make if you are also working. So you got to identify okay, for me to do this business, to pay off my business expenses every month, what do I want to get at the end of the month? And so those are the type of things that you should identify. However it is formulated, it could be a formal business plan or a one page which I would recommend. But those are the type of things you want to identify like your strengths, the weaknesses, the SWOT analysis, all of those things where you really know mm-hmm. who are my competitors. Because one thing people don't do is even know who their competitors are, which I think is crazy. Um, mm-hmm. got to know who your competitors <laughs> are. Not to mm-hmm. follow them, not to try to emulate and mimic what they do, but you should know what they're doing because I don't believe in reinventing the wheel. Nobody should be doing nothing. Else. Most people are, even the most exciting and innovative thing, it really ain't that new. This is a mm-hmm. twist on what's already existing, or the opposite. Like, from uh, Eventbrite, there's an Event Noir. You know, like, we all put we put a black twist to everything, which I wholeheartedly support, do it. Mm-hmm. But it is, we're not reinventing anything, you know what I'm saying? So, like, just making sure you have a plan, so you know what type of business you're doing, and really have a strategic plan for yourself, because at the end of the day, it's your business. Wow. True. Girl, oh, True. <laughs>
1: If y'all weren't, like, getting your pens and pencils out and, you know, real, I I don't don't know. All about Black Girl Magic. We are here to support, and Jada Mm -hmm. is here just spitting game. Okay, Jada, so final question as we're about to wrap up. Um, In closing, how can you say, like, how can you, like, in your business and what you do, how can you help, like, start up a new business?
2: So what I can do is I'm really good at, um, strategy and execution, and really, you 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 know, when people tell me what they want to do in their vision at their end result, I can kind of help you fill in the blanks. So what I do with most, you know, new and aspiring business owners, if you are at a level which you have an idea but you don't know what to do with it, or you don't even have an idea but you know you want to figure out a way to monetize your skills and talents, and the third third group is the people that they. have they started a business, but they don't know what to do next. You know, I'm able to really kind of figure out what's your end result. Because when my mentor Linda Clemens, she is known as the body language expert and has worked with with organizations and people around the world. So make sure you all Google and look her up. As well as my other mentor, George Frazier. I know you all have heard of Les Brown, but George mm-hmm. Frazier gave Les Brown his first stage to speak on 40 years ago. So you cannot know Les Brown without knowing George Frazier. Oh, wow one of my mentors and he had, he went, you know, he, he is, I mean, he's done amazing things. Look him up. So, you know, one thing that he taught me is, you know, know where you trying to go and then we can, we can work backwards. And so that's what I help new and aspiring business owners do. We work backwards. Like you tell me what your end goal is. And I'm going to tell you what I think, you know, and give you recommendations. But at the end of the day, we're going to be working together. Like, I don't ever go into this It's like, this is what I'm telling you to do. I'm a strategic partner. Like, I want to help you be great if you want to be great, but I can only help you help you. You know what I'm saying? So you like, you got to put in the work as well. And I, as you all can hear from me, like, this is my normal conversation. I talk about this type of stuff daily. I was raised by serial entrepreneurs. My mother has never worked a job a day in her life. She's owned multiple businesses my entire life. I'm 32 years old. I've never known my mama to work for anyone else. So I'm raised by serial entrepreneurs. So this is embedded in me. This is all that I know. And I'm telling you that, um, you know, it's really important for in 2019 that there should be no one that is not working. Um, they should, there's no one in America that is over the age of 21 years old that does not have an additional stream of income that they own. There's no one that should. If you are, I don't care if it's Avon, Mary Kay, you should be here, folks. Whatever. Paparazzi. Pick one. Mm. It works <laughs> or
0: something. Make nah.
2: some, make some right. bracelets. <laughs> Do some beaded bracelets. Yeah.
1: Agreed,
3: yeah. girl. Yes. Yes.
1: Yep. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: That is so dope, I'm so glad yeah. that you said that. I am so glad that you said that because uh-huh. I was like, let's give what I was going to say, give them a piece of advice, Jada. told <laughs> I tell my kids. I tell I'm a teacher, so I tell my students the yes. all the time, and it was like I was preaching that to them, and I wasn't doing it, so I, of course I had to jump into business, so that is really, really good. Girl, really, really simple, good. Thank thank
2: you. You. look after the call, look, after this episode, honey, send me the address to the school. I will be up there. I can see. <laughs> Girl. Don't worry, what I do know here. is no, I'm, um, seriously though, what I will say is it's all about the messenger. They not, they may not receive it from you, but don't be offended by that. Mm-hmm. They will remember later when someone else tells girl, them girl, and I said it, I said it I said, I said that. Mm-hmm. Diddy's going to tell them what you told them next mm-hmm. week. Wait, yep. this that is so You're going to be like, I just said this. Oh my gosh. And they're going to be like, you know what she
0: did say? That. My sister yeah.
2: Told me wow miss brian did say that i remember that oh. i wonder what she doing And the <laughs> only reason why i know that. is because my mama done told me plenty of stuff that i didn't listen to girl oh, tell yeah. you this now the ones that are in college oh miss brian
3: you said this oh i did really? but girl thank you yeah. so much so much for giving that tip like for, yeah. real, for real especially in 2019 i do believe that as well i really yeah. really do. there's too much money out here on the table we're
0: not leaving no money on the table in 2019. Listen, listen I think maybe every other day I send Jada something, I'm like, people make money off of anything. Anything. Mm-hmm. We literally send stuff back and forth every other day with just new businesses that we found. And we're like, what? Mm-hmm. How? How? I literally, I just saw a lady literally showing people how to be a sugar baby. Yes. they are... are- girl. She
2: has an online webinar program which you can buy into. Oh it wow! To.
3: So, Shalisa, sent me that link.
1: Um.
0: Actually, I sent it to the group. I sent it to our page. I sent the group. craziest <laughs> one that I've
1: ever seen was people on YouTube making money off of like slurping. They call it mugback. Oh and They yes! slurp.
2: You know what? The they just eat and they slurp like.
1: <laughs> it's called mugback. Yeah, you, and you they, know the They make money. Like this lady made millions off of just doing. People sit and look at people slurping. It's insane. You're like, what?
0: I'm missing money out here. Like, we're all missing
1: I'm money.
3: I got a good
0: slurp.
1: Okay.
3: All right. Money is all just right. slurp. You <laughs> still on a slurp. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that. I can do that too. <laughs> okay. But, okay. Jada, thank you. Oh my gosh. Thank you, so thank much. you thank girl. You. Thank
2: you. So, tell
3: us. So how can people connect with you, Jada? Yes, like, that's for what real? I want to know. Yeah.
2: So, uh, one of the things, like I t- told you about personal branding, I keep it consistent. So, uh, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, you can find me at It's Jada D. That's I-T-S-J-A-D-A-D. And then also, you can visit my website at jadadavis.com. That's J-A-D-A-D-A-V-I-S.com. And you can schedule a, a call with me, and we can make some happen. Get some shit done. Yes.
0: I love when a- people have simple stuff to find them. Don't send me on a goose chase to try to find you with all these different pages. So thank you for having the yes. same stuff mm-hmm. for all of us to be able to put out there and share and make sure that we know who exactly who yes. you are and to get the information Super that we ball. need. Because this is this is great.
2: You're welcome. You're I'm right. so happy to be here, man. I appreciate you all. This has been
0: so fun. Thanks thank you Shana. so much. I
2: fine. Thank all you,
1: right. you, thank you, thank You're you. Too. Let's get to What's the Sip.
3: (laughs) (laughs) What's the Sip? Speak now or forever hold your peace. Don't hold nothing back. Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to tell us what you're sipping on.
0: So, for the first thing that I saw yesterday, in Houston, Sidewalk Sally... Did you hear about Sidewalk Sally?
1: No.
3: This
0: raggedy heifer. So, okay. So you know how kid, people, when they have their babies and one year comes around, they want to take one year pictures and everything, yeah. celebrate the one year birthday and everything and take pictures out. This particular African American family was out in a, um like on a sidewalk in like a little park. Yeah. But it's, in, it's also surrounding a community. Yeah. And it's a predominantly rich community. And Sis is actually, she actually became a millionaire from divorcing her husband, who was a coach for um, one of the baseball teams in Houston, or whatever it is. So she made money from that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Sis got out of her car. As she's driving home, she sees the family taking pictures of their daughter. That It's balloons, a blanket and everything. And she comes up and snatches the stuff off the sidewalk what? and tell them that they don't belong there and they need to get out because oh. they shouldn't be taking pictures there and they're messing up the property and all this stuff whatever and apparently the residents that are in the area have made complaints on it but they tell you if you see this and someone's doing it call 311 sidewalk Sally does not she gets out the car with her little <laughs> chihuahua and goes over to the family and just starts throwing stuff see in the video she sits the dog down, and she's, like, snatching up the stuff, and the baby's crying in the back. She sits the dog down? She, like, puts the dog down, and she and she swats at the dad with the camera, and she's trying to hit the dad. What? Picks the dog up, throws the stuff that they're taking pictures with, and stills trying to hit the dog. And he's recording her while she's, like, swinging at him with the dog in her hand. What the? Mind you. What the? The city of already said that they it is okay for people to take pictures there. They will not stop people from taking pictures there because it is public property, sis. Sidewalk Sally, if you want somewhere where nobody's gonna take pictures of shit, you need to move with the money that you have to somewhere that has an in, in a fenced area so you don't see nobody, sis. Right. Behind a bunch of fucking trees, so you can't see anybody because this is ridiculous. The baby is one. Oh, my goodness. And she comes up. She doesn't even have on shoes. What in the world? This she is a beggar. This uncivilized heifer. <laughs> I can, they were they handled it okay. The mother, you know the mother was not having that <laughs> shit. She was up on the lady. Like, no. Yeah. No. And I'm like, that is crazy that you can't even sit out and take pictures. And if you, like, it's not that great where it's like, oh, no, you're going to bring down the property. It's a nice area, but it's not that bad. So, I I want to tell Sidewalk Sally she can have several fucking seats. Yes. Preach! Because that that don't make no sense. Like, you cannot tell me.
1: That shit makes no sense. How do you just come after a little family trying to have a good time because you feel like your shit don't stink? Like, I just... Nothing makes sense anymore. I just girl.
0: Francie Neely, that's her name. Miss Francie Neely. Girl, her name I
1: alone just spells like. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that <laughs> name alone, like alone, tells, tells me everything, everything, you everything that I need to know. Period. <laughs> I I can't.
0: Oh my gosh. No And also I just happened to scroll past and I wanted to share this with you guys. I thought about this is this is crazy so the designer that passed away Carl um, Lagerfeld yeah, he left his cat 200 million dollars.
1: You got me all the way.
0: All reportedly set the set his Cat is, is set, set to inherit a portion of it.
1: How the old, cat. How old is this cat?
0: I don't know. Did they
1: say? <laughs> Where does the cat live? Like,
0: um, it's gonna be living wherever the hell he was living at. <laughs> so hold on, if
1: this cat dies, what happens to the money?
0: I'm guessing whoever owns the cat to take care of the cat gets the money. You know it's these legal, crazy-ass rich people rules.
1: So you're trying to tell me this man was so lonely and miserable that he left all that money for a cat?
0: A portion of the money. I mean, he might have left the other portion to, like, his parrot or his dog or his ferret.
1: What in the world? <laughs> oh, my goodness, I tell ya.
0: Uh, I couldn't believe it. I just had to share that because I'm like, people just... Y'all ain't got shit else to do with y'all money. Y'all need nothing to go ahead and start giving it to me.
1: Like,
0: like this, you have nothing to do with your money. Really?
1: That, I heard he was a racist little prick, too.
0: I heard that, that too. Like, I, I really didn't. Boys. I could know any of this shit, so hey. $200 million. With, I
1: couldn't
0: believe it, but that's that's what I'm sipping on, girl. Because I, I can't. Between sidewalk, Sally, and this damn cat. <laughs> You know what, I was just, I, I want followers, you know, if you have cats, let me know. Please. and everything. But I literally have been thinking, I've been contemplating on getting a cat. Please get a dog. And I've been seeing signs like this is a sign. <laughs> Please get a dog. I don't want <laughs> I would to have, get a cat. I, I would have to walk the dog, take the dog. I, lo- I live on the 12th floor. And I want people to know that so they don't come in our inbox suggesting so I get Shalisa a dog. So Shalisa has a penthouse, everyone. I With do a not.
1: beautiful view. Don't let her fool you. I do not. Do not it's get a cat. It's literally on
0: the 12th floor, though. And I feel like the cat would be perfect. Over my dead body. Everybody's against it, though. I don't know why.
1: You cannot get a cat, and that's just how life is going to be. I'm sorry.
0: Well, I'm going to take a vote, you guys. I want you guys to vote on Instagram <laughs> for me. And we're just going to have
1: to decide that Oh, my gosh. So I- what you sipping on? girl so here i am just minding my own business scrolling Mm -hmm. through when i came across an article where an american airlines flight
0: Mm, girl they done stole plenty of my shit so go ahead
1: a family off the plane because they smelled too bad
0: yes ladies
1: and gentlemen you heard me the family of four was just sitting there minding their own business when the air hostess came up to them and said hey we're going to need you guys to step off the flight because you smell, and we can't have you on this flight because of other passengers. They're complaining, quote unquote. Took them. They're
0: complaining?
1: Yes. Took them. <clears throat> you know, took them outside of the boarding gates, told them, oh, yeah, we're going to have your bags and everything. Yeah, right. Took off with the plane, closed the gate in their faces. And left them with only the clothes that they had on their backs, and they just stood there watching the plane go off with all their shit. Are you serious? I'm so sorry. I, I can't. I can't. Wait, like, no, just, no, 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 how, no, 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 How? 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 no, no, no,
0: no, 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 that is that's just unhumane like you have to not have a fucking heart or soul to leave a family without their stuff
1: without i don't care my thing is if
0: you're gonna kick me off this flight you need to give me my belongings
1: they left with the people's belongings and
0: and i bet you they didn't get their stuff for a couple days
1: yeah with nothing
0: so messed up why why are people so jacked up
1: girl american airlines is just all the way jack like there's always something with this do people still fly american are they in business like that still i just i try not to Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. girl i try not to i can't that is
0: that's crazy
1: that is crazy to the 10th degree like i felt so bad and the mom like I- was like we have a baby and like you know we got kicked off cause I guess they didn't put deodorant on that morning or something. Like who knows what happened?
0: But it, it, my thing is a lot of them, I feel like that's their culture. Like they don't really believe in a lot of things on their body. Yeah. I, I respect that shit. I get on, I get in so many Ubers like that, but I'm like, you know what? I need this damn ride. And who am I to say that? Just, that's not my, that's not my place.
1: Oh my goodness. But for
0: you to kick them off of a Oh my god. They like, kicked the family off of that
1: flight, girl. Kicked off. Bye. I
0: Adios. The
1: Closed the gate in their the face and story. took off with the flight with nothing. Nothing.
0: Girl, I've missed I've missed a couple of flights, so I can imagine watching the damn plane fly off and I'm supposed to be on that joint. Man, you talking about man You're gonna be all So I can imagine you rush to get there. You get there on time, you make it. You're in your seat, you checked in on time, and you still can't make the flight. Nothing.
1: You can't that's so jacked up. You can't. Like that's just it. Pretty much go shower and maybe we'll we'll let you on another flight. Do you know how disrespectful that shit is?
0: Oh my god. To the core. Oh girl i can't
1: there's just so much outrage going on right now with everything everything
0: every little thing I if can't. i hear one more thing about trisha and chloe i'm gonna lose it oh my gosh jordan woods If i'm gonna hear another thing that about i jordan can't woods. Even i'm gonna put my own mm-hmm. damn application in for a fence trip with kylie because this is I'm ridiculous not gonna. i'm not gonna
1: this oh
0: might. my god i'm so sick of them yeah.
1: This is exactly why I don't follow, like, pop, pop culture like that, because that shit will drive you insane, like. Girl.
0: that's why I said I didn't really, ca- I didn't follow a lot of, like, certain part portions of things, only because I know my emotions and my attitude and how I feel about things and my opinions. So immediately people inboxing me, like, I'm sorry if I can't give you the answer you want. I'm sorry I can't have the conversation you want. But if I can't give an a honest opinion from from what I know off of facts,
1: Exactly.
0: I can't do shit for you. I'm just gonna tell you how I feel, and that's it. And if you don't like how I feel, that's on you.
1: Exactly. And for all y'all out there even believing that Khloe Kardashian shit, I'm sorry. Like that's just... I feel like that is so rigged and just it's like like scary. it's just just everything about it is like, like, and people are feeding into it, and it's it's just I can't.
0: And my thing is, even if it is, I feel like she's gonna be right back with his ass. Yeah. Yeah. To to be honest, mm-hmm. she's going to be right back with his ass. And it's going to be, oh, well, it's for the family, for the kid. Girl, don't nobody care. I said he must got a big schlong, or either he just has a sex addiction.
1: Girl. And at the end of the day, these men are young, like 24, 25. Like, they're young. So it's yes. like,
0: thing, yeah. Especially not for Chloe. Chloe's ass is old enough to settle down. Ugh, it's a
1: damn shame. But bet your ass I'm going to keep up with that Jesse Smollett case. <laughs> bet your ass. Because A, I'm one of the 10 people out there who still watch Empire.
0: Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, I cannot mm-hmm. stress
1: this enough. B, I know people, I have people in my life who are LGBTQ, black men, and just people going through shit that's not really having a voice and like Mm -hmm. they counted on this man to have a voice for them and look what happened
0: drop the ball
1: (sighs) ladies and gentlemen please just 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 try to do some good in life open the door for an old lady go just buy someone's groceries once in a while just Yes. Just, it's just the little things because at the end of the day all you can really do is just try to be positive believe Girl. in god and like that's really all you can do these days because just be as kind as possible i don't know i don't know
0: i feel like if you can't be kind then don't say shit at all you just can't don't be talk kind you can't show respect then don't do yes, it at just all don't talk stay away from people Yes. do that that's, that's half the reason why i'm always alone because i have nothing nice to say <laughs> <laughs> so i just stay by myself and just say it to myself <laughs> but i yes. know that i know when i'm feeling toxic and i'm feeling a certain type of way i know to stay away and keep myself exactly. at a distance and work on my damn self
1: it's not all the time that we want to walk around with a smile on our faces and like be a hi no Girl, just go I retreat am- but you don't just do lame shit to other people, yo. You don't. Like, just go to the bathroom. degress.
0: Something.
1: <sighs> oh, my gosh. So what do we have for black business?
0: Black business. I saw this really cute um, page for locks and natural hair. Ew. It's called Suds and Skin Boutique. And she's actually Jamaican.
1: Ew. She's
0: right here in Sula, Maryland. And her page is organic nordis locks i'm going to post it on the page because uh, i honestly can't read what it says but i'm going to post it on the page she has um, some leave in conditioner she has tonic water and hair freshener ooh and it looks like she also has head wraps for locks and she does she does retwist locks and it looks like sister locks is one of her like faves and what she does in her specialties but these head wraps are cute oh that's gorge yeah oh, that's I'm super cute i love that she has all type of head wraps and i'm getting into head wraps and Kemi, i know that you are too thank you thank you so i'm gonna go ahead and post this because i think this is amazing and it's so cool and i love stuff for your hair because i feel like your hair is your crown yes yes absolutely so you must take care of it absolutely do y'all hear me? You must take care of it. Yes. Go check her out on our page, please. Yes. And I do want to give a little snippet because, you know, I'm doing something myself now.
1: You are! Guys, you have to, like, just, just listen. Just listen.
0: So, I came up with the idea to do morning alarm text. Because I, I too, am single And I, too, even when I was in a relationship, I wanted to get those good morning texts, you know, to make me feel a certain type of way or at least make me motivated to do something. Um, So I started an online text thing to where you can text Chaco, C-H-O-C-H, I'm sorry, C-H-O-C-O. Yes. To 555-888. That's three fives and that's three eights. And Three days out of the week, I literally will send you a good morning text, and it includes um, a text message, a beat that I made personally. I make those pretty much every the day before um, I send them out. That's why they're three days a week. And I'm also speaking on them just to give you words of encouragement. And every day or every time I send them out, they will be different. And so far, I'm having so much fun with them because people get to text me back and it's very interactive. And I just love to talk back to people and hear how it made their day. Oh, yeah. I like
1: to make people stay. I love the beats, guys. You guys should definitely go check it out. Like some of them are so soothing. When you wake up, you want to like hear like a soothing sound,
0: especially if you pray in the mornings.
1: Mhm.
0: Bomb. And you know what? I actually I sent it to some ladies across, you know, overseas that are actually in germany and another place right now and they loved it and one lady actually said she she's gonna start doing yoga to the slow ones that that i send out and she's gonna save them so i make them at least two minutes or longer just so that you get some some a little music in you just to move and groove and i try not to talk as much a lot of the times because i know you got to go to work anyway but just to kind of get you up i do say things to get you moving yes So check me out and also you can check me out on my page underscore ChocoLisa underscore where you can get all the details for this text alarm. Yes. Thank you. Thank
1: you. Yay. Guys quick disclaimer if you guys heard my dog Nuri in the background I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm a fur mommy and sometimes it's hard to get them under control.
0: It's okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. When I get my cat, he's going to be just walking across the thing on the camera. Over my dead body. (laughs) (laughs) Over your dead body, though? Yes. Yes. I need a pet. I need a pet.
1: You can get a dog or a hamster.
0: I will personally help you pick out the hamster. (laughs) I will. Who's going to watch my dog when I go out of town? You know I'm always gone. We'll just have to figure it out. And it's just my and luck that my dog is going to be car sick. It doesn't want to run in the car. Oh. We'll figure it out. No. Yeah. So, you guys, don't forget, you guys can always hit us up at hotchocolatecombos at gmail.com and also yes. on Instagram, HCC Podcast and Twitter, Hot Chocolate Combos on Twitter. Yeah. Hot Chocolate also, Pod. Hot Chocolate Pod. Woo. And also, hot chocolate combos on Facebook as well. Um, I am we we are interactive on all of them. So if you guys do talk to us, we do see that you're sharing it, and we love that you're sharing it. We love that you're talking back. Make sure you send the uh, this episode and all the other episodes that you've listened to and love to all of your friends. Let us know what you like, how, what you like, how you feel, and also don't forget to like, subscribe, and review on all of our platforms that we are on.
1: Yes. Absolutely, guys. Thank you so much for your continued support. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, keep it real. Bye. Bye.